in the midst of darkness, light persists. Hey everybody, this is TJ Del Reno. You're listening to the Gandhi Show podcast. With me are my gentlemen, Lance Huis. <laughs> Hello, everyone. And Brendan Fitzgibbon. Wow, TJ, that was awesome, man. Thank you. That was the a way great TJ intro. starts a Thank podcast, you. he always goes, Everybody ready? And then he pauses for like five and seconds. He does a, count, a fucking countdown. <laughs> yeah, I go three. And I count yeah, you know, my fingies. Getting his own head. Who do ready. we got here? Very exciting today it's, on the Gandhi Is That You Tell Me Something Good podcast. The little man, our friend, Kyle Fincham. Kyle Fincham. Yes. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Fitness trainer? Kyle is a fitness and strength conditioning coach. Ooh. That's close enough. We'll take it. Yeah. <laughs> What's the actual title? Uh, I always say strength and conditioning coach only because when you say personal trainer, people have these like visions of tight Nike t-shirts and Equinox and like yeah. bouncy balls that Jesus. you try to balance on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, carrying a medicine ball around all the time and always like throwing it to the wall and doing squats. Yeah, yeah. that is most of your yeah. Instagrams these days. Yeah, though, and I haven't, I haven't said bro in a long time, <laughs> so it doesn't fit. Uh, we should also say that Kyle used to run our first... He was the original Gandhi, Gandhi show podcast. podcast. And uh, can I just say, like, Gate, that was so much better than these have been. <laughs> go ahead, let's just get it out. Yeah, he's right. <laughs> he's really just, right. Let's set the tone. We did, we but did there's no evidence. Thing. There's no way to go back and look. I have no yeah, idea how sucks. you would find Dude, so it. Are they all gone? I have no idea. Yeah, I thought I the website would stay up forever. I have no <laughs> idea what happened. Well, you have to pay for it, I think. Oh, I don't know. I thought, <laughs> I thought, I thought, I thought one, once it was out there, it stayed out there. Yeah, but me you, too. You had to keep paying to get more stuff. Yeah, I don't no, we it, did 77 episodes. That's no joke, dude. We did? Yeah. Oh, man, it was a It lot. was Kyle every week, and then the host would rotate a little bit yeah. throughout, throughout the course of the what thing. What do you mean but the host? Was, you mean like what, you two at Switch? They, yeah, yeah, and then we had a couple other people who would like come in and out, but it was always oh. Kyle every week. It was like Kyle's podcast. Oh. Um, the setup was not nearly this good. I had, <laughs> I had a little tiny oh. microphone that I put down and just tried to pick up everybody. Oh, but well, it was fun. You. I mean, it was in the corner of the room. I remember when the best one was with Nick Cobb. We just shit on Lance the whole time. That was the best, <laughs> <laughs> was the best dude. A lot of those kind of podcasts. <laughs> I haven't heard that name out loud in like three years. <laughs> Nick Cobb? Yeah, it sounds good. It has Nick a nice ring. Cobb. All right, so let's. So Kyle used to do the podcast, and that was two years ago. That was... Um, three years ago. Cow, three years. So there's a, there was a three-year gap in this podcast. Cow. Um, and now we're back with TJ, baby. Thank you. He's killing. He's doing all right. Um, okay, thanks. <laughs> Great, thank you. So Kyle, uh, I mean I've, TJ's like typing and blogging while yeah, he does it. Yeah, I, I actually yeah. paid attention. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, know. I don't know what TJ's doing <laughs> besides <laughs> look at the hardest pornography you yeah. can possibly imagine. I'm, play, I'm playing that rocket game for Maverick. Adjust the rockets. And see where you go to hit. It's just. So uh, Kyle's one of the first people I met in uh, New York City, actually. So that would be 2006, I believe, uh, possibly 2007. No, it was 2006 because I moved here in 2005, yeah. and I think I moved. You, I met you like not long after you moved here. Yeah, and Kyle and I met at open mics um, uh, in this city, and um, we met at the Village Mom. I remember it perfectly. I was taking a nap, waiting <laughs> to go on, <laughs> still which I still it. do. And uh, Kyle came changed. up to me. And I was doing a lot of spots at Caroline's at the time, and I like I Ooh. thought myself was like a big dog. I was like, I'm the man. And then uh, Kyle came up to me. He's like, Hey, man, I gotta go. Can I, do you mind if he goes? I got a spot. Do you mind if I go next? And I was like, Dude, whatever, man. I'm not gonna let this open mic other dude go ahead of me. He goes, I, I work at the Laugh Factory. I got a spot at the Laugh Factory. I was like, Oh, I get it, man. Like you got the Laugh Factory. Like you gotta go. <laughs> and then uh, yeah, and now Kyle's one of my best friends uh, ever. So yeah, where, where do you live, Kyle? Williamsburg. Oh, I thought you lived in California. No, 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 no. Oh, I live. Uh, no, so like when you quit comedy, you get to start living in nice places. <laughs> when you make, once you start yeah, making no. money, yeah, no, it's like I. So I, like when I was when I was doing stand up, I was living in Bushwick, and then like for some reason, like the day that I quit, I moved uh, to Greenpoint, which yeah. was like an upgrade. Yeah, and then like not long after that, I was able to upgrade to Williamsburg. Then you got yourself like, a trophy yeah, wife. Was, yeah, you won the lottery, right. and then I'm, pretty I'm gonna, much, I'm gonna yeah. buy a building here soon. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle's life is vastly improved. It's not even close to the same. And yeah, think about and, it and meanwhile, I'm over here thinking about how Lance's st- spots have gotten worse since those days. <laughs> <laughs> Lance is talking about the glorious Caroline spots. <laughs> I mean, actually, actually, am I wrong? I might be wrong, but I think I'm right. You're still at what is the village <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm there Friday. <laughs> Actually, no, I'm there tomorrow. I'm, no, 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 it's oh, Friday. So Friday. Nice. So, yeah, yeah, I'm at the Village oh, Lantern God, tomorrow. He's still napping. What, what made you want to? So, what made you want to stop stand up and go into what is it? It's strength and 
So, I mean, at the time, I mean, it was like very vague at the time. I was just teaching like what you would call like a boot camp class where you just yeah. tell people to do like push ups. But you're doing stand up at the same time. Yeah, I was so doing stand up at the same time. Because, you did stand up from 2000. Yeah, so I, no, what, what, so I did stand up from like before I moved here from like 2004 until 2012, I guess, or 2003 to yeah. 2012. And then. Uh, Eight years for our young listeners. Yeah. No, nah, it was not. It was yeah, not it was more any. like, yeah, I was, cl- yeah, was closing in on whatever. Well, who gets and it? a very hard nine years. Every night, hustle. Out yeah, there yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah, I, I mean, Kyle I, was very good. We should I, also I, clarify yeah. that. I just want to emphasize how hard it was. I did time at Ha Comedy Club, <laughs> like hard time. Oh no, we're doing we're doing time at LOL, which is Ha's uh, degenerate cousin. <laughs> <laughs> that me and Lance are at a lot. Oh, They're God. all week. Um, so oh, so what happened is I was uh, as. Uh, I guess. Wait, did you ever walk dogs? Yeah, dude. Yeah, did you ever walk for dogs? Sure. No, I've had. I had a dog. Okay, so the three or four of us here were dog walkers at one point, and like I decided it's somewhere along the way that it was just really miserable. So I was yeah. like, well, what else can I do? And I was working out at this gym, and I just asked the manager, how can I do some classes here or something? They told me what to do. I started teaching classes, and then I quit dog walking. And then like I don't know, it was just very positive on both ends. So like for stand up, not every night is it a positive experience for you and the audience Uh, whereas teaching the classes I was like you know every day I come in here like I enjoy this I'm getting paid to be here uh, it's fun the were people, you still like cutting little jokes and we're like hey guys you hear about what happened on the news today like uh, for class started zero zero Damn. I actually like didn't I didn't tell anybody for the most part there that I was doing that and then um but for them, it was like, you know, it was positive for them. Like, you know, like they were, I was doing something healthy for them. Yeah. And at the end of the day, they were super gracious about it. You know what I mean? Like they never like, an, you know, a, a comedy audience can, you know, make you feel like you're going to war or something like yeah. it was and never they like just that. leave. So it was super positive. And I just remember like getting more into that one class turned into two, two turned into like five or six. And then all of a sudden I was teaching like a full schedule and I didn't, um, I, I just enjoyed it and I remember one night when I was performing at Broadway Comedy Club like I was I was on stage and I was thinking to myself while I was up there like I'm done with this like I was wow. in the middle of doing a set and like like I was on autopilot and I was having this whole inner monologue about how this is my last set that I'm ever doing because wow. I do not want to be down here and you're not even getting paid ever again yeah I, I don't I remember the show though it was like you know it was one of Dustin Chafin's shows and it was a good show it wasn't a bad show either I was just like you know I'm done with this I've done everything that I want to do here like I'm enjoying this other thing a lot more I want to like see where that goes so you know it went from like quitting stand up teaching these boot camp ish classes to being a personal trainer at a regular gym to kind of diving into CrossFit and then gymnastics and then some more complex uh, movement type stuff. So Um, it's like it's evolved pretty heavily. Okay. Oh, sweet. I just got a high score. Sorry. (laughs) I I feel like, yeah, that's good. I've moved on to teaching comedy classes at Broadway Comedy Club. It should be be pretty good. I I almost want to ask if you're serious. (laughs) Wait, so you picked, like, you literally knew that was your last set? I didn't realize that. Yeah, no, I, but I didn't, I was like, I, when I was waiting to go on, like, I was not thinking that. I was like, oh, I'm going to go up there yeah. and like, do my thing. And for what, I, I, don't, I can't tell you, like, what it was about that night. Maybe it was just like, you know, like, whatever joke I was telling, I was like, it hit its shelf life. And I was like, I <laughs> never, ever want to say any of this stuff again. I don't want to be up here, like, wow. feeling like I'm on, like, the chopping block. Like, I, I don't know what. Because it was like, this whole other side of my life, like, during the day when the sun was up, was super fulfilling. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like <laughs> this was this was not fulfilling. The sun was up. Yeah, it was very fulfilling. Like people were super happy. You know, like I remember uh, not long after quitting, like I my birthday rolled around, and like all, I these, pe- that. all these people who took my class, like bought me like uh, it was really simple. They got me like a hundred dollar gift card to some store, and they all made this card for me. Yeah, and like you know signed it and wrote all these like great things that had happened in their lives, and like they put all these like funny sayings that like things that I suddenly like had become part of my like language that like I repeated in classes over and over and they all wrote those on there and drew pictures and stuff and like it was amazing I was like well that it, it all made sense when I quit I was comics like, got him nothing and showed it for five minutes yeah and when's the last time like a, like, a, like a club owner or an audience member like gave you a card and was like hey thank you so much <laughs> you changed my life <laughs> 
<laughs> it's know? funny, even with like club owners and bookers, you're like, there's never any like, hey, I really appreciate what you're doing. Yeah. It's always just this greedy, they're just pigs that yeah. just eat and eat and eat. And you're like, hey, maybe like once, like, you're doing a great job, man. Yeah. yeah. Never, never. Not you, Emilio. Only, only uh, I, was gonna, I was just about to say, so Emilio Savone, he bought, he was on the podcast and bought in New York. Uh-huh. Only him, and I'm not even saying that because he's a friend of mine, will legitimately be like, hey, man, I really pre- like you're doing a great job. Like, when I, even yeah, when I see him, are a couple. he's like, yeah, he's like doing great. But otherwise, like regular, like anyone else, it's just, it's never like, hey, thanks a lot. It's just like, oh, you're, you know, you're, you're going to grace. I'm letting you do stand up yeah. here. So, I think you should appreciate. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Ugh, so you've disgusting. never looked back, dude. Either that's what's crazy about it too. You quit cold turkey, and I feel like you've never once looked back. Yeah, not once. I've never, I've that's, never that's ever. Until I, 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 tonight, I remember. We, well, I remember like the like for the first month, <laughs> for the first month, uh, Wednesdays would roll around, and Lance would text me and be like, "Dude." Like you can come down and do a spot tonight <laughs> and get things started up again. Like you're welcome to come down. You should just come down and do a spot. And Holy like, shit! You know I'm that. gonna tell Lance I'm gonna it, quit. It, it, it <laughs> might have it might have been two months. Like it was like every like week. Huh. I feel like he still does ask you if you want to. <laughs> no, kick it back last up. last year, like a year yeah, ago, I he tried. tried to get me. He tried to get me to host uh, his birthday show. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, but no, not once. No, because everything has like been like a constant like in you know an upward swing. Since the day, like to the day, <laughs> so like things were going pretty well. Like you know, as I kind of like was like kind of dabbling in both. But the day I quit, it was like, like it was just—it's like, like, like how much I hate. I don't. I don't want it to like sound like I'm just like you know really like up on my life. No, it was, but like, there's... it was a massive, dude, massive <laughs> no, like you're, upswing. You're it's right. a different person. We Brennan and I called it uh, new Kyle. New Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> there's been three new Kyles. This is the newest Kyle right this now. This is new new Kyle. Yeah, but it's like people wonder why comics are like miserable and it's like you you're like the proof of like it's just it become it wears you down yeah so well, much you're just wretched and then it's like you were like when you stopped and you're like i'm done with this and we, then did something you enjoy you're the wait like it's the best. Well, you know i really have this like not because i really believe that like you know comedy is a great thing like when it when it when it's received properly and when it's delivered right um but i also believe that a lot of people are doing it that don't need to be you know what sure. I mean yeah. like a lot of people have like spend, spent way too much time like reading Bukowski and feeling like they need to like struggle and they romant- I couldn't agree more they, they romanticize you, about sleeping yeah. on park benches and I, stuff and I'm like dude life doesn't yeah. need to be yeah. terrible and that's not cool when you're doing it and I've told <laughs> th- I, I, these are discussions that me and Lance have had endless times yeah. mostly me telling him that no recently we come around but I do agree I completely agree there is this like gritty mentality with comics that I just I stopped understanding like being poor and riding the back of a Greyhound bus which I have done yeah next to the shitter and maybe having enough money for food to do a spot is not cool yeah there's nothing cool to me about that that's not cool when you're sad and you're you're like worried about your finances and paying your like you can't be creative and you're pissed at your roommates like there's no time for creativity because you're just taking care of garbage that's okay for maybe a year but seven of them 19 that's cool (laughs) yeah yeah like not approaching 30 or 35 that's not cool I feel like TJ's listening to this too hard. <laughs> <laughs> he hasn't said anything in the last two minutes. Listening to TJ's Jeez. crying. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, maybe I should stop. Well, I've only been doing comedy for three years. So <laughs> I guess when I reach a seven, we'll see where I'm at. Uh, met, what, you what, and I met a long time ago, though. We met in like 2006, I feel like. Yeah. Or 2007. Yeah, I've known you for a long time. Yeah, really, really long and time. And then, like, when we just, and then you discovered that we, like, dated the same girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then. Guy, what would you say uh, from comedy you took that translated over to uh, your your teaching classes and per, and personal one on ones? Um, I so the thing is, it's like when you've been in like the worst of the worst situations in terms <laughs> of like public speaking, <laughs> everything after that is a cakewalk. You yeah. Know? So like I really agree with that You know A lot of people like Have like a great deal of knowledge About like You know The body and movement And like uh, Fitness or whatever But when they get in front of people they have like no idea how to handle the situation yeah you know I got I basically worked the other direction like I could get up in right. front of everybody I could handle like one person at a time you know I could like handle like a group yeah. of like 30 or you know at one point I was teaching classes and there was like 40 people that's who were amazing and like that was the easy part you yeah. know and then just kind of like you know continuing to educate myself along the way so it was like that was like that's really was like maybe you wouldn't even have been successful if it weren't for comedy I believe that no 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 I 
don't ever feel like at any point like I w- that I wish I didn't do stand up. Yeah. I'm like, without it, I don't think I'd be capable of doing things that I do now. Well, you, you were know? like selling out classes in like six months or a year versus people who've been teaching for like 15 years, every yeah. certification, master trainers, yeah, master yeah, yeah, coaches. Yeah. And you like had no, you had like the basic certification and you were selling out every, I went to what, two I believe. Dude, they yeah. were awesome. They were both packed. You were like, oh my God, Kyle's our favorite trainer. And he just started. <laughs> and Kyle, but like you put it together well too. Yeah. Plus it's, I, I, Maybe it's, uh, maybe I, I don't know, I haven't done it. Maybe it's like after you put together a comedy show or like you put together, because you, you used to, you helped us, like you were at the beginning of Gandhi mm-hmm. and just running shows in general, hosting a lot of shows. Like once you've done that thousands of times, yeah. like you know how to put together a 45 minute class, an hour class that like Yeah, works. I mean, and that was like the beginning. Now it's like evolved and I've, you know, I teach like, you know, I teach CrossFit classes and it's like, you know, really like challenging movements like you know things with barbells like olympic lifting movements powerlifting movements gymnastics so you got to like wrangle a group of like 20 25 people and like place them into the category that they belong in to be scaling the movements properly so no one's going to get hurt and they can still get a good workout you know and my um alexa my fiance so another piece of life that has like continued to skyrocket when did Uh, you meet when did you meet her uh, we met, um, God, we met probably right before I quit stand up, like okay. right when Two I was like, yeah, yeah. So, but she, she's been in class and she, so she comes over to the gym that I, I work at now and she's been in there and she's been like, how do you like, not like, you know, freak out with like that many people and handle like all these different, you know, <laughs> moving pieces all at once. And I'm like, listen, like I'm cool calm and collected because like I've been in Times Square yeah. at 1.30 in the morning getting booed by 150 people like I can handle 20 people well, with you barbells had, you had a, a a real glass thrown at your head and then you dude I had the worst and I had, then it broke on the wall behind you yeah you yeah, ducked yeah, yeah. and it broke I remember yeah, that and then I had to do 10 minutes after that while the guy like while the, the, the bus boy came up and swept up the glass yeah. where was this this was in Times Square at the factory yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah it was crazy over there but that was, why'd like, you the want to quit <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. I don't get it. Um, do you? Is there any part of your current job that you feel like it gets old or tough or hard, or is it all just been smooth sailing? Um, you know, it's not all smooth sailing because it's uh, it's like constantly evolving. So yeah. for me, what's really challenging is that like I try to continue to better myself, yeah. which is super hard. So I'm I educate myself by like taking on new skills that I'm trying to learn and it ends up being that I have to like train myself yeah. like four or five hours a day um, which is super challenging and gets to be like pretty daunting along the way yeah. um, so it's not just like spitting the same stuff at people like I'm trying to like I you know the, the person that I hired as a coach who like lives in Europe um, has this philosophy that you should lead from the front so I try to like embody that. So I try to like, you know, if I'm going to teach people how to yeah. handstand, I'm going to be as great as I can at handstanding or hand yeah. balancing. Like if I'm going to teach people how to do, you know, stuff on rings and gymnastics movements, like I'm going to be continuing to better myself. So that like, as I guide people along the way. So that's the piece that like, I would say is daunting is just like yeah. the work that I have to like put into myself. Cause it gets exhausting. You know what I mean? Like I told yeah. you guys, like I got to be in bed at, you know, by like nine because I got to be up at five tomorrow yes. so I can like get back in and like work. Where better. do you where do you work out there in Williamsburg? Okay. At a gym called uh, CrossFit Virtuosity. CrossFit okay. Virtuosity, but yeah. that's like about as big a life. Like you used to stay out till like two a.m., three a.m. Yeah, you know, and now yeah. you're in bed by nine. Yeah, and like you know, or get home at like two and then stay up for like two hours, like you know, thinking about your life choices. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> pulling pieces of glass out of the back of your hair. Just like, oh, Jesus, <laughs> that's great. Yeah checking your bank statement over and over being like oh man is something gonna change when I log back in what do you think what do you think other than that moment what do you think was happening in your life where all these things like you had that moment at Broadway where like that was obviously it's been a huge transition like your life had like 180 I mean not to say it like it just it like took a like vastly different I have an idea you know like go first 
Like, Wait, well, no, what's your idea? I feel like life is all about <laughs> following the path of least resistance. So if like a path lights up, you're dumb not to follow it. And I think sometimes in life we get so hell bent and like this is what I'm doing that you don't see that there's a thousand other doors lit up for you. But you're like, no, but I have this yeah, door. Yeah, that's a good point. That's and exactly. That's exactly what I, feel like I was gonna say. You but I mean, you said it, it better. Okay, go. No, but I mean, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I, I, you know, kind of going back to what I was saying before about, you know, a lot of people don't need to be doing stand-up yeah. or doing yeah. comedy, but they're just so stuck in this, like, you know, romanticizing about pain and suffering and whatever that they're missing, like you said, opportunities that are happening all around them. All the time. You know what I mean? And I just felt lucky that I was, like, in this one place at this one time and, like, I saw this light and I was like, I'm just going to follow that because it feels super good. And, uh, you know, it's always nice to have money too. Like suddenly, like when you have like money in your pocket, like, oh, I'm doing something right now. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's so. TJ, <laughs> as Cal talks, I'm like, I should quit stand. Like, I should stop. I should like produce podcasts, and that's it. All right, what about a part? Uh, maybe something else in your life, like from your your past, that went terribly wrong, and then you were like, oh my god, how do I get out of it? Like, because that happens to everybody. I always say, like, everybody has things in life. It's like it, hit, it hits them. Uh, it's life. Like things happen. You're like, oh my god, I can never recover from this. This is the worst thing. How do I go on? And then, in hindsight, you saw it. And you're like, oh my god, think. Think so much that you know that happened, and now I'm in a way better place. Comedy can be one. Is there another one? Though? Moving to New York. I mean, moving yeah. to New York was like the most challenging thing I've ever done in my life. Where'd you move from? I moved from Los Angeles. I dropped out of UCLA. To oh, move were you to studying? New York. I was studying theater at UCLA. Ah, theater. And I had a girlfriend at the time. We were only like we were like. 20 years old yeah we I probably like dated her kids oh, okay. <laughs> uh, and we and, and we and we like packed up and moved across the country to New York and like from day one it was like the most challenging I'd say like two to three years of yeah. my life everything from like moving into this really terrible subletted apartment to like her you know realizing that she's you know an attractive girl in the big city and like she can have like yeah. know, men with money and yeah. like you know bailing on me Jesus like, oh, I remember super, that she did bail on you super yeah. super sick um, you got sick yeah I got super okay. ill like the first summer I was here like you know you don't have much money you're yeah. eating like falafel and like 99 cent pizza <laughs> yeah. DJ pops up a goddamn half a lung <laughs> he's like oh you were sick <laughs> that was the dollar pizza I ate yeah. before I came here but I just like so but I believe that like the that whole path is like kind of like what sh- couple things like it kind of shows you where you don't want to like be again yeah so you're like working to like stay as far away from that hole as possible but also like it just makes you harder you know like like the you know it's very it's so cliche to say like if you can make it here you can make it anywhere but like hands down no matter what it is no matter what you're doing like like if you like do it here like you're you're better for it it's not because like the best of the best are here doing it it's also because like the city is brutal. Yeah, yeah it, it really, really is. It like, beats you. It beats the shit like out of the you. People like you know everything. Really, the landlords, yeah, people, everything. the amount of money, losing jobs, no one cares. <laughs> 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 Do a podcast in a basement <laughs> with two guys that don't give a shit about you at all. Yeah, it's rest to home right now. <laughs> You've been waiting for this episode. Yeah, just yeah. For, uh, <laughs> yeah. I've been ten, researching ten, ten reasons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm gonna get passive aggressive with Brendan and Lance right now. It's like you know when you do a lot of work, no one cares. I feel like I feel like after the podcast, TJ's gonna. Uh, like come up to me and be like hey like you feel like we could have like lunch once a week yeah, and just kind of talk about just, things yeah, just, just kind of like I just, I just miss your voice yeah. you could just help me to do this though. we rip them every TJ podcast TJ I just realized this is easily swayed by whatever podcast guest we had because we had Andrea on he's like oh you know what? maybe I should believe in God now <laughs> <laughs> last week at a New York Times journalist he's like maybe I should you know read the Times more <laughs> it <laughs> is true he's swayed by the po- whatever the podcast maybe we can said. finally get him to work out yeah that would be very nice can I see you naked <laughs> <laughs> I just want to see what it's like. The, the, what, the one thing I'll say is like, um, you being open again to like like different paths. It's not just like the path; it's also like the people in your life. And I feel like yeah, I've been very lucky to have people enter my life that have like 
that I've been able to like hop on their coattails and like ride along the way. Um, it's not just me being like, hey, like I've yeah. got it figured out. Like you know, I happen to have like gotten to like find the right people who have like kept keep me afloat or like yeah. show me new things along the way, all the way. But up you attract today, those people even. into your life, you know. Like I mean, I would hope by so. your curiosity and your openness and your, you, you, I think we, you know we all attract. I I, I think Brendan agree. Like you attract everything into your life. Yeah. yeah. So you're the kind of person you come. It's like you're open, and that's why now even you say like, and this is obviously a theme we're seeing, and it's always a very common theme but and in the podcast too like even now you're teaching these classes you're not like oh i'm set i'm making money i got good clients you're continually like reading and trying to learn new techniques and make yourself to the better to show like yeah and so i think having that is what attracts those people into your life and you'll continue to do that with that attitude yeah um and again it comes back to the new york thing like new york makes you hungry you know yeah. and like especially like the life that i led prior to it it's like i didn't like i didn't i wouldn't let people say no to me yeah. You know, like after like trying to like bash down like club owner doors and stuff, like I was like, you know, I met somebody who was teaching this style that I really wanted to learn. And I asked him if I could work with him and he was like, oh no, like I, I'm, my schedule's full and I'm yeah. like, no, but I really want to like work yeah. with you. Like, yeah. can we like make it happen? And he was like, yeah, all right, we'll find a way. You Did know? he said send your avails at Doug's <laughs> <at Doug's> gym <laughs> underscore <laughs> Lisa? Yeah. But that's from comedy too, from just, yeah, that's what I mean. con- as, an, as an artist in general, you got to, even if you're a painter, you got to constantly badger people, show my artwork, can I hang it there? Can I be in the exhibit? Yeah. Can I, Yeah. You know, well, and, also, and also, and I would also attribute like the work that I'm willing to put in to like continuing to better myself to like the work with stand up. Yeah, because um, it was like you know every night I was like, yeah, I'm willing to like go and like I'm prepared to not hear laughs tonight. Yeah, like, that's what I, that's what you're like more often than not like you walking have to into, be. and like I'm prepared to like keep like you know eating crap and like and everything, but. I'm willing to do the same thing now. So like I, you know, I've, there's plenty of people who like really work hard to like better themselves, but I'm like, you know what? I'll put in like the bigger hours yeah. and like I'll put in like the harder time and I'll like, it'll be harder for me to sleep because I'm going to be a little more sore. I'm not going to sleep quite as much or I'm going to like sure. learn how to do stuff that like people at 30 plus are really like not learning how to do because I'm like, I want to yeah. be yeah. there. How old are you now? Aren't you like 30? I'm 30. I'm 30. 30. Okay. Yeah. So like, I mean, to like give like an example, like last, a year ago, I, you know, I learned how to do a handstand, like a freestanding. Ooh, can you do handstand. one for the rest of the podcast? Like just a handstand <laughs> all the time. I'll do one at the end. We can take a photo. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah that'd be cool. Yeah. I'm down. But you know, at 29 years old, I learned how to do wow. a handstand. And like, I'm not saying that like I'm better than anyone else, but I was like, yeah. because I, a part of it is that like I put in that kind of like work and stand up. I'm like, yeah, I'll like fight for this thing. And you like, can do I'll it like, from like push up stance into just raising your legs into a handstand. I can do it from a lot of different ways. Yeah, wow. yeah, so it's not just a handstand. It's like like I can barely I can do a handstand and I'm like walking all over my hands for like six seconds and yeah, I fall. Yeah, no, I can like kick up and like hold a freestanding position for like, really. Yeah, over a minute. Yeah. I can do it if a crane is attached to my feet and lowers me. <laughs> They're hanging too. And then I and I, and then I, I handstand. Then they release the crane. Yeah, but then I fall. Yeah, <laughs> guys, TJ just farted. <laughs> I, didn't hear it. I did, I did. It was um, very good. It was good. Wait, so the whole time you're talking, all I'm thinking about now is how much your mo- how happy your mom has to be. Because remember, she was giving you a lot of shit. No, yeah, no, but you she know, she liked what? you to stay. I remember she last did, time I saw her, you know, I really wish Kyle was. I know it's so funny. <laughs> She's not it's happy. So it's, she you know, is, but she is. But I don't think she like gets it. Like, she wasn't there every night slugging it out. Yeah, she wants you to. Com- I thought she like often you doing was so good. Often, that's why like, she'll always come up to me, like whenever I talk to her, she'll be like, you know, oh, do you ever think about like going and getting on stage again? What? Do you ever think about doing this? Dude, you remember? That, you know, though? she was like mad at him for not like your brother yeah. didn't have a job. Like you yeah, guys but I was like, I was like, I was like, mom. I, mean, I don't say it now, but I'm like, yeah. I always think I'm like, do you remember the money you had to give me to keep <laughs> oh, me afloat? Wow. Like I haven't Jeez. had to get yeah. money from you like yeah. since the day I quit. <laughs> <laughs> um, and yeah it's so funny she gets like really in her head about things like that and also like about like school like she'll often be yeah. like oh do you ever think about going back to school wow, okay. you know and I'll be like like again like, I'm killing I, life I, right now yeah like I don't need to like I'm yeah, like definitely. I'm going like to like the school of life like yeah. And, yeah. and that's paid off 
it's, it's great. funny and I paid off my student loans oh way, man go eat like, shit great. I mean that's a lot of great you know like you dropped out of college which is, like is a big no no you know it's societal oh you're gonna drop like I mean it's less more as time goes on because yeah. technology but then like, it was and now you've become like, hugely successful you know yeah, I'm. I, yeah, my mom. Yeah, I don't know why my mom like she. She's, you were super, good at, she's super like, excited, but she's also like has her little like things. You know, she was really funny. into the idea of me being like a performer. Yeah, I remember, oh, okay. like when I was in high school, like I did speech and debate. And I did like the like the, the like performance type stuff. Yeah. And my mom used to like stay up late at night and like try and like help me learn lines and like oh, okay. direct me. Sense. So she really oh. had this like vision of like when it's like a musician's thing. like stopping their music and you're like, but we loved your music, like yeah. your comedy. You were a great. You're better than me still. Like if you started, to, <laughs> if you went up tonight, you probably have a better set than me. Uh-huh. I, uh, I believe you know because even today, like someone's calling, I will hang out and be like, are you working or anything? I'm like yeah, here's a joke. I've been working on for like four months. And Kyle's like, you should do that. I'm like, motherfucker. Like, <laughs> He just gives a line immediately. He wasn't even thinking about comedy or caring. Oh, you want to hear my Lance Weiss tagline? I've been telling everyone. Oh, this is good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lance Weiss trying to co- out a couple ideas since 2005. <laughs> 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 trying out a couple oh, ideas man. since 2005. Uh, I'm always trying. Oh, to it's funny. Uh, uh, like my Alexa will often ask. She'll be like, she'll be like, what's it like when Lance does stand up? <laughs> oh, she's never seen it. And I'm like, um, it's. Kind of like <laughs> it's kind of like bombing, but in the good way. Yeah, it's it's it is it is le- legitimately to this day, but uh-huh. be- has become one of my favorite things to watch. Right, it's like watch Lance host or do a. It's like one of my favorite. I don't know. I mean, it's just you're so funny, but something it just his his humor. How he's on stage just for it hits me in the right part of my brain that just I kills me. And, yeah. it's no, and it's not like it wasn't funny before. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't. Just for some, <laughs> <laughs> just for some reason, I look forward to being like, "Oh, hey, cool man! Like your host, great! Like I don't know what." See, it that's is. how I know that it's you're, beautiful. That's how I know you're not ready to quit stand up yet. Yeah. For me, the day I started feeling like. What, when I was watching Lance, I like felt bad for him. <laughs> That's when I decided it was time to quit. I was like, "Oh, I, I my heart is working again." <laughs> That's hilarious. I dude. feel more like an audience member oh than a comic God. now. <laughs> do you have any other? Do you have any other? Do you have any crazy like any crazy stories or something where like it was a ho- something horrible and then like Lance said the same thing about like it turned around and you were like, "Oh." I'm so glad that happened, you know. Uh, well, moving to New York, like you said, was one. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you have any more horrible like date, dating things or anything crazy or even just uh, I don't know. Not that's com- not comedy. Like you climbed a mountain, you almost fell. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> I, don't know I said that. I don't know why I said that. Okay, so the, actually, this is a this happened pretty recently. Lance was there for this, so um, I actually so in December. I was super fortunate and I uh, got offered a full-time job at the gym that I work at now. So it's hard to really give perspective. Like I was working at like a regular kind of like neighborhood, we call them a globo gym, you know, with like machines and treadmills and stuff. Yeah, like a planet fitness. And you know, I was like doing well and it was like a place where I got to learn a lot of stuff. Yeah. But... I spent a lot of time like again like I kind of like bashed down a door and I was like I want to work at this CrossFit gym I want to work with these people who are coaches that are really well respected and all this stuff and I put in like a year of work to like be go through their coaching program and be an assistant coach and really kind of like I wouldn't say eat dirt but like I really had to like prove myself yeah pay your your dues and in December they they offered me a job as a coach and that meant like I was going to get benefits oh wow and like the whole shebang what is that? What does that pay? I'm just curious. Like roughly to to coach them. Yeah, like what you were doing, like with benefits on stuff. Okay, so you give me a rough estimate. Like no, so like you know it depends. Like if I coach a class, I get paid like a flat like rate. Like back, you know, when I first started, it was forty dollars. Now it's like fifty dollars. Okay, and then now and then the personal training or the one on one coaching is where I make most of my money. Yeah. Um, and then the gym takes like a small cut, but usually like an hour to train with me is somewhere between one hundred and twenty dollars an hour and one hundred and forty dollars yeah. an hour. Wow. DJ, that's money. <laughs> oh. um, but I mean, I, I mean, I like bust my ass. I like, I try, you know, I really want to like give people like the experience that they yeah. deserve. Yeah. But so I got hired and it was really great because I was excited because I was starting my very first day as like official coach, coach that this, this gym was like the day after my birthday. Oh, wow. That day I went in and I was doing my own training and something happened and I felt like a lot of discomfort in my abdomen, like kind of like lower, like right around like where my like waistline. Yeah. Yeah. Hernia. 
Yeah. Yep. So I, I went, had two. Oh, sh- then you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I do. So, but for what I do, so I had just gotten hired. So I was like, yeah. you know, I'm coming in and I'm also taking over a role for this dude who is moving away as like the lead gymnastics coach. Jesus. So I'm coming in and I go to the doctor that day. They tell me it's a hernia. I'm like, well, what does that mean? They're like, we'll stop all physical activity for the moment until we get you in to see a surgeon. Uh, so I was like, you know, barreling in and like, you know, taking off and they were like, stop. Yep. Yeah. You know, so you can't I, lift, you can't yeah, squat, so, you can't do anything. Yeah. So basically they were like, you know, you can go in and coach your classes, but you can't do anything really. Like you can't lift, you know, you know the deal. Oh yeah. So then I like go and meet the surgeon and the surgeon is like, uh, you're going to have to have surgery. The problem is, is the holidays are right around the corner. So it's going to be, have to be after Christmas. Oh, oh shit. You know, um, she got me scheduled for like December 30th. So I had to wait like, you know, three weeks from the day I found out oh, to the yeah. day the surgery happened. So I had to like sit around, not really do anything. Did it get worse and worse? No, it got better because it didn't get better, but like it didn't. You're not dissipated. Yeah, it. I didn't notice. Yeah, I wasn't straining. You know yeah. what I mean? Because, you know, I hold a lot of like really like bared down brace positions when I train. Yeah. So it would, it would perpetuate it. So I had to sit around and really struggle with just sitting around. And then, you know, I see the surgeon and she then tells me that after the surgery, I'm not going to be able to do anything. I forget. A it month. Was, it was like six to eight weeks. Yeah. You know, it's a long it was time. like, you, they were like, they were, they were, yeah, you, you, you know what I'm, you know what I'm, yeah, you, you had just, a double. I had, wow. I had, I had, I had two in two increment one. So I had one Jeez. in uh before I went to college that was so bad. I Jeez. couldn't stand up straight. I was like oh. hunched over. It felt like I, it felt like someone was pulling my intestines out through my testicles. Oh yeah. So, and so I could, you, I could not stand up straight. So, I was hunched over walking around. Like that's how bad I let it go. So for me, for, that's terrible. Oh, yeah, it was for bad. me, <laughs> for it, was me bad. it was not that bad. Like I feel like I actually thought I caught it the day it happened. Yeah. Went on to find out it was probably had been there six months to a year, yeah. but it was very faint. Like oh, okay, yeah, mine was bad. So, uh, she tells me it's going to be six to eight weeks before I can do any training or anything. You know, and yeah. after the surgery, I think she said it was like, it's like two weeks. You can't even like, walk or something. It was like yeah, but it was like four weeks before I could lift anything over twenty five pounds or whatever. Yeah. So I'm like, well, this is like my nightmare, you know, because right. three crazy. weeks and then like another eight weeks. We're talking like eleven weeks yep. of nothing. You know, we're like three months. And where the gym's probably gonna get rid of you and be like, we're gonna get I'm someone like, else. Yeah, I'm kind of like you know, I'm like coming in on my high horse and like all the new all the members that are training there are like. Not, I wouldn't say excited, but they're like, "Oh, this new guy! Yep. Like, we're going to see what yeah. he can do." He's and handsome, sudden, he's charming, I, but, but also like, I'm like, I can't do anything. Like, I can't <laughs> do like the handstands and all yeah. of like the muscle ups and all the stuff that I was doing before. I have to like stop everything, and they have to just like trust that I'm a good coach, whatever. So that first three weeks, like Alexa was like, that was the worst because I felt fine but couldn't do anything. Yeah. And she had to just like, I was like laying on the couch, like a very like dark, like sad time. Yeah. And then the surgery happened and like Lance saw me the day after he yeah. came over and hung out with me for like seven hours while uh, Alexa went to um, a New Year's uh, party at her folks house. Yeah. And I like, I couldn't get off the couch. Yeah. Like he had to like help me off the couch and Jeez. everything. It's horrible. And they told me, they were like, you know, you should not go back to work for like two weeks. But I was like, you know, I can't. Like I just started, so I took only six days off and came back in. And in the gym we have, we have like a lot of PVC pipes to teach yeah. movements. So I had a PVC pipe where I was like, like hiking through the gym <laughs> to try. Up, like dude. I was using it like a cane to keep myself up, you know. And like once I was in pain, I was like happy that I didn't have anything yeah. to do. Um, and then like you know, I started feeling better, and I started being able like try to play with doing things again, and then. Six weeks after, I like to the day I was like I'm hitting it. Like I feel good. Like I'm like yeah. strong. And they they always say when you're strong, like you're the best candidate for surgery. Like your body wants to heal. Yeah. Um, and going through that whole experience and then coming out on the other end and like being able to do the stuff I was doing before the surgery was like really fulfilling. And it reminded yeah. me that like no matter what happens along the way, like I can like pick it back up and keep going. Yeah. yeah. You know? And for most people, like hernia surgery is very like minor, but in yeah. my situation, it was like, dude, this is like detrimental to That's like a big the deal. cause. Yeah. Know? Yeah. When I first had, it, I was working for Comcast and for as a cable installer. So I had work, I had workman's comp. Mm. So I got like, when I just get paid to sit home and play Sega. Mm-hmm. So I didn't give it, I was like, whatever. Oh, then man. I got another one in college. College kind of messed me up just cause it was like, I couldn't go to class for like the, like a week or two. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, I think I had over the summer. So it ruined my summer, but I didn't miss class. 
class. But even then, it's like there's no way for them. This, to pro- my parents aren't like I lived at home at first, so my mom can help me out and cook for me and everything. When yeah. I live with roommates, yeah. like hey, Mark, can you give me some soup? You know, he's like, hey, shut up, and I'm like, I can't oh, move. Yeah, you can't <laughs> move. It was no. it, it was super yeah. humbling to like have like. Alexa that that first night specifically like have to like yeah. hoist me off the couch yeah. and like bring me into the bathroom did she hold like, your ding dong no <laughs> Take, hey listen watch the language you, like, but like, like literally like have to like lower me onto the toilet and yeah. pick me back up and get wow. me the couch shut I was, like, up really? shock. oh my god yeah it you was, couldn't move I really couldn't move it was like I did it, the same thing held his ding wing <laughs> <laughs> come on guys let's not get I filthy <laughs> it was it was really a, a really brutal experience but yeah it was, in terms of something that was really challenging that like I had to like work my way through in the field that I work in but it's it, the worst for the field but again that you do. like make it through like basically you know 10 to 12 weeks and be able to like pick up pretty close to where I left wow. off and, and now so that you know I finally got to start up again in, in like February and now it's what September and I'm I feel way stronger that's awesome. than, now that I felt the day this the hernia happened like I you know it prepares me for anything else that could happen along the way I'm like oh you know what it's not that bad yeah. or like yeah. I can like take a breath I can be like I'm gonna take a week and chill out yeah. because like you know I survived 12 weeks and I could still yeah. do what I want to do there's so, something yeah. really good about when you live when you do live with like when I used to live with my girl anytime I was sick when I had a girlfriend, like I actually, I really liked it because it was, it's, I like that, mm-hmm. and for that reason, you have someone to help you. Yeah. Oh, but I man. love when it's like your girl. I think it's just, it's such a fun thing of like, I don't know, I kind of miss being sick mm. with a girlfriend of mine, where you just be <laughs> gross and you're saying like, nah, I'm so sick. And it's like, oh, it's okay, baby. Uh-huh. We're actually changing the name well, of this podcast <laughs> to TJ Cry for Help. So that's pretty fucking solid. This is just the whole podcast. Has been Guys, just email me any single girls in the earth. But um, it, it, it's good to look back on it, and it sounds nice in the moment. It's fu- it's yeah, like so horrendous. Right. Um, TJ just said we have five more minutes. But, uh, <laughs> hey, yo, I have a Sorry to break down the fourth wall. <laughs> no, no, I, I have a legit question. So, minutes. where do you where do you want to take this? Like, where do you see yourself going? And are you still a fan? Of, like, do you still want to be in New York? Because I know you talked about how. At one uh, point, you wanted to move. Yeah. That I was a while ago, though. Yeah, I don't want to live in New York for... Right now, it's like things are still kind of like going up here, which is awesome. Yeah, yeah. I read um, that. But like, sure. And it's super easy to say that I'm happy in New York now because the weather's amazing. Yeah. But like, you know, yeah. every... Like, Come every, February. Every dude. single winter, February. I'm like, I need to get yeah. out of here. Um, but there's been a lot of talk about moving some places like a little more beautiful. Yeah, um, like, yeah, like, like you anywhere know, for else? a while we were talking about like moving <laughs> to San Diego. Like, oh, I, I wanna, I, they are like maybe somewhere in Colorado because yeah, the idea dude. is like live people, live near people who are like living an active lifestyle. Like Colorado, I'm gonna dude, keep doing the work, sure. the work yeah. that I'm doing. Yeah. What is what does your fiance do? Uh, so she. Uh, personal trains a little bit on the side and then okay. works for her dad's consulting company like does okay. like marketing for them so she just works from home a lot so we have a, like we get to spend a lot of time together because we'll both be home in the middle of the day which yeah. is really nice oh that's great um, but yeah so we I, we also, also haven't decided like when we're getting married or anything yet I think once we figure that out and kind of have like a more of like a timeline of like the next do you want to have kids years, and stuff yeah right, definitely, definitely yeah so definitely get out of New York dude go somewhere that you're gonna ju- like love have a house and somewhere nice yeah yeah. I mean, New like, York is like only when you're like an actor or comic or LA or like, it's like these cities are if you don't if I didn't do what I did I, I would not live here yeah, I would so live hard. somewhere else yeah I mean for me the only thing is that like you know I can make good money here right now yeah. even though like rent is high like I can do well yeah. like, I want to live somewhere where I can continue to do that you know I don't yeah. need to own a car like I don't I don't even have a metro card right now like I can like ride shit. my bike back and forth so I think what we might do is like if we you know if we have kids like in a couple years or something like it, we may still stay in Brooklyn because I live like even if I walk, it's only 10 minutes to the gym. Wow. You yeah. know, so like, it's super easy to have like a kid like in an apartment. We live right by McCarran Park. Like, it'd be oh, more maybe. interesting to me like, you know, like as you get closer to like school and stuff, yeah. like maybe move somewhere like that. But if some yeah. sort of opportunity opens up somewhere else, like, you know, I want to keep evolving with the stuff that I'm doing and like, as it gets a little more complex like the n- you get into like a deeper niche and people who do certain things want to work with you you know mm-hmm. like you know it might be cool to work with people who like do parkour or people yeah. who are yeah. like more really focused on like adult gymnastics like have I have you no ever thought idea. of doing like stunt stuff or you don't want to do any kind of acting things at all yeah I wouldn't mind like I would uh, I would totally take it you know I don't I don't want to like I don't want. To, I wouldn't want to do stunt stuff where I'm like putting myself in harm's way. But if, yeah. looking, but if they're looking for stunt people who can like who have a skill that the actor doesn't well, like the have, like the parkour. Yeah. Like you know, there was that big trend of like parkour action movies. They would have like 
like a hero is chasing like a, a, yeah. a thug who was parkouring well, all like, over the like, place. To like give example, like um, I met this dude at um, Alexis Folks one of their holiday parties or something and he kind of saw the stuff I was doing and he's like oh you know what you should do like I have a buddy if you want me to put you in contact you should be like one of the zombies for walking dead ah, because like yeah. you could do like the way you can yeah but it's so miserable it's like six stuff. hours of makeup and yeah. you have to travel one minute well, I, and, um, <laughs> I, said him, I said to him I was like you know like you know I, he didn't know how much money they make but to me I was like they it, just, it, does, it doesn't it didn't no. make that much sense to me I talked to I like did that. I shot a commercial in oh. Georgia where they it was in Atlanta and they we worked with the Walking Dead crew, uh-huh. not the actors, like the people yeah. that did like yeah. lights and gaffing. And it was like I was like, oh, and they were like, yeah, we, they were all zombies. Like they were, you know, they were just making that. But they were like, dude, it's like three hours. Also, of makeup uh, uh, another one is I just did a shoot where we had a stunt coordinator on. Uh-huh. Set where all he does is like just oh, advise yeah. on stunts. Uh-huh. Literally, he was like, "Okay, so what you're gonna do? Here? You're gonna take this broom, you're gonna hit in the stomach, and then the face, stomach, face, stomach, face, and then he napped the rest of the time." Uh, <laughs> so so it's like, dude, that's a hard <laughs> nap, bro. And that, that uh, hard shoot. I, I, yeah, I talked. To, I, I talked about that. Too. Like, like maybe like it, it would be cool to like do some sort of like I don't know consultant work on like a show. I would totally yeah. do that. Yeah. But I also like I do have this vision of like not being a celebrity. I was trainer, just gonna say but, that, but I would like to have. Some celebrity clients. Yeah, you should. If you like, stay in New York or go to LA like, or something, you can. I if feel you do like it. that's a, a good route at some yeah. point down the road. You make a lot sure. of money. You go to like cool parties, go on boats. Can yeah. I say my, yeah. My favorite part about this has been how we just offered Kyle like twelve We're jobs. We're over time. We're and over. Twelve <laughs> jobs, and we've never given TJ a single job suggestion this whole time. <laughs> oh yeah. True. Wait, we, we want to keep. Are, are we really? Are we really in a rush? Can we do like an extra like five or ten? No, yeah, we, we can do that. Are we in a rush? rush. Who cares? Nobody listens to this podcast. No, no. We have no hard. This is just an opportunity for us all to keep talking, right? I have no problem going like another ten. We're fine. Yeah, we're good. Because I feel like I don't get to talk to you guys enough. So like, yeah, we're gonna talk. We can record it. Why not? So guys, tune out now if you don't want to. We're keep listening. Yeah, exactly. We're gonna get more interesting. Bonus. Now we talk about. Now we talk about the real secrets. Now we do whatever. Yeah, fifteen minutes. Bonus. What else do you? What else do you guys want to know? Um, I think that's good. The stuff about. Well, you want to ask your question? Where's the question? I ask every guest uh-huh. um, it's always when something bad happens in your life because it happens to all of us again like um, what what do you do like when the hernia thing happens because we all go through like oh man shit like you have a bad day at work or relationship stuff doesn't go well you get bad news whatever that's life and then you have a vice you hit. Like, we all have different vices. Uh, you know, maybe you, you curl up into a ball for a day in the dark or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then and then what do you do to get yourself out of it? What's your next move? You, you know, like, Kyle, now it's time to get going. Uh, let's see. What's the vice? Uh, is there one? There may not be. You know, like, what is no, your... I mean, like, I kind of, like, I, I, like, get, like, sucked into, like, TV and just, like, roll up on the couch. Like, yeah. I, you know, but... You know, and that starts to feel terrible pretty quickly because, yeah. like, you get like the cabin fever and your head starts to hurt a little bit. Yeah. Can I also just interrupt and say one of my favorite things I always tell Lance is that you used to say in the podcast <laughs> is whenever someone would start talking about the internet, you get really quiet and you'd be like, "The internet's a real problem for me." <laughs> dude, <laughs> always, dude, it's so quiet. <laughs> it really is. I, I, to the, I, I, I mean, I talked about this recently with Alexa about how, like, how, like it, like I see it more and more with people like the, like phones and the internet and like everything like yeah, I thanks. always felt like a slave to it and even to this day like so I'll do things now like I'll so to answer answer the question then also talk about like the internet yeah, yeah. thing um, I well, like we like to go for walks like I know that sounds yeah. like really like no, person, nice. but it's Needed. like without yeah. the phones without phones so I yeah so great. I'll ditch my phone like I leave my phone at home That's more great. often than not I try to leave my phone at home all weekend and we'll just like walk we'll just like start walking and that's usually like how I kick it back into gear. Yeah, that's huge, dude. So like, that's like I like huge. I walked here tonight. Like I walked over the Williamsburg Bridge. Whoa, and that's really? like a walk we'll like typically do. We'll like walk over the bridge. We'll come over here. Yeah, you know, like I come by Lucky Jack's a fair amount, but like it's during the day. Yeah, yeah. and I'll like I like this like the store that's right next door. The, yeah, it's uh, cool the, neighborhood. The, the, the fight yeah. shop next door. Oh, where yeah. They show they sell those Roots of Fight T-shirts. So like oh. go in there. We'll like walk around. We'll grab some food. Does and, like, she leave back. her phone? Yeah, typically. Great, so, that's but, awesome. Although the first few times we did it, like I didn't have a, even have a watch on, so like we didn't we didn't know that's what time awesome. it was. Lost we were time. just like going. So yeah, so like to hit the reset button and detach Great. from like the because yeah. I really believe that like I would say the internet was like tough for me, but like I do believe it's like tough. 
for Dude, everybody. Dude, it's terrible. I think it's one of the worst. It's like a disease. It now. is. Yeah, Even the phones are the phones are diseased too. Like as I keep looking at mine every now and then, it's annoying. Yeah. So I, I start, hate it. I've tried to like do things like I'm not, I'm I'm trying to create a process where I don't bring my phone with me even to work anymore. Yeah. Like yeah. I want to like have some sort of auto yeah. reply for email set up being like I'll reply between this time and this time. Yeah. I want to yeah. tell all my clients like don't text me, only email. Yeah. And if I can, I might buy like a Boost mobile phone or something. Yeah. And yeah. be like, if you're not going to make your session or if you're running late, um, text this number or call this number, but That's only awesome. for those reasons. Yeah. And so like, and just like, so you just have a, sh- a sh- crappy shitty. Yeah. Like I, for, I have well, this vision great. of actually getting rid of my phone because like, it's it just like, I feel like when it's there, live. it's in my life like way too much. Yeah. You know, and that's the internet. It. That's yeah. like, you know, the, the piece that really like wears me down. Where you just sit and like, you just get lost in it. Yeah. So I would say that's like, it, to also say like, you know, like something that I, that's like a, a, yeah. a crutch or whatever. Like the, the phone and the internet, big time. Big, big, big. What time. is it about the internet that's like tapped into our psyche that makes us addicted to validation, it? Validation, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's endless validation. It's, it's constantly like trying to like put things folks. out there that like, you know, like validate you, you know? And yeah, or, or looking for things that you can like ingest that sort of like validate your life experience. Yeah, That's yeah, it's true. really weird. Like even like I just think we're or even with the phones. Like when you watch, you know, the funny things when you watch like Hunger Games and you see like all the rich people and they're all like extravagantly crazy. And it's like it's even like I was watching at the gym, which I go to, and um, good for you, I go to gym. Thank you so much. <laughs> and the VMAs were on and they were MTV like something was on but it was such a disgusting like it's just that generation of shit I was like yeah. that's shit it's all shit and cell phones all shit it's yeah. all just this throwing of like ugh we, so we went to Puerto Rico yeah. last week uh, which was awesome I, if you can go you should go and it's super cheap if you go during I've been it's awesome if you go during hurricane season it's really cheap oh jeez uh, that's, the, that's the time to go it's dead but well, we were sitting at this really amazing restaurant like it was like one of like the go to like yeah. funky cool yeah. like it was in like it felt like you were in like the Williamsburg area of Puerto Rico I don't know but that's what it was like and the restaurant was super yeah. rad and there was this family sitting next to us and like you know there was the dad there was the mom there was maybe someone who was like a second sister but in her like 20s and then there was like someone who looked like a grandpa and then there was this kid and he was probably I want to guess like 15 yeah. right and he's sitting there with these people like in his family at this really great restaurant and his grandpa is sitting right across from him you know like as close as we are right now and I watched this kid on his cell phone staring there looking at Instagram and looking at Facebook for I want to say 80%. Yeah. Maybe 90% of the whole not just not the just the meal but the whole time they were sitting at the table and his grandfather sitting right across from him just looking at him like we can talk like we can like so have an sad, experience man. right it's now all that and like I think that my situation's bad but I look at like people who are younger who have like yeah. oh, I can't even like imagine. this kid has had a cell phone probably since, since he what, got, like five yeah. six yeah. I have no idea what age kids are getting cell phones so you, you know? said that you just gave me this thought remember like growing up and like I, this was for me I would get sad if like I wasn't invited to something so I would be like oh I wonder how Murph's party's going tonight the internet gives you access to so now you get to find out yeah. what 10,000 people are doing that night yeah, you get to have that experience ten thousand fucking yeah. times, and like, what does that do to your brain, dude? And it makes you feel like you're missing out on a million. No things. matter what you're yeah. doing, it's never enough. Yeah. And also, I think we've also kind of confused being informed for and being like knowing what's going on for happiness. I don't think there's any correlation. I actually almost feel like you're better off detaching, like you said, completely. Yeah. Who cares? Who cares what the fuck's happening? Yeah, I mean, like I bought a couple books recently, and I and like they ended up being like like when I got them in the mail, they ended up being like hardcover, like big textbook yeah. books. And someone was like, "Why didn't you just get it on like your iPad or something?" I'm like, "Because uh, I'm trying to like yeah. get away from." That I like thing. having like a, a book. I like to physically have a book. See, I don't like. I would yeah. like. I'd much prefer to have like something that's super easy to carry yeah. around. But I'm like everything because when that thing is in my hand, like I can switch between. Yeah, you don't read yeah. things at once. Like it's like it totally takes away yeah, it's, from the experience. That's, all the all the phone shit and you telling me that you and you and your fiance like have walks and she's cool not having the phone. Like I I love that. I only uh-huh. dated a girl like once not too long ago that was. <laughs> 
It always goes to that shit. I'm so tired of talking about this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so, I'm so sick of saying I dated. I didn't realize you guys ex. were luring me in here to try and help TJ. That's what it is. <laughs> You're like, oh, we're gonna do this podcast. We're gonna ask you questions about like the good things in your life, and, and really we get down here, here and we're like, <laughs> dude, hey, next like, week's guest is <laughs> TJ's parents. <laughs> <laughs> TJ has two boxes of tissues on top yeah. of his MacBook. <laughs> <laughs> but it was like good. she, the last girl I dated, uh, was young, but she hated cell phone so she was never on her phone and to have to be with someone that like I knew when we were watching a movie she was just we would just watch a movie or hang out or talk or at dinner we would just it was like and then when I date other girls after me and her broke up I watched her start getting into her. She had a friend that would kept texting her, and then she was like cheating on me with a dude and kept using her phone. Mm-hmm. So I noticed her be on it more, and I was like, "That's weird." But then even trying to date girls now, where if I'm on a date, they're while we're hanging out, I legit have my phone in my pocket. I will not look at it. Mm-hmm. I will not at all while we're at dinner, while we're in a cab, while I'm talking to you. Mm-hmm. I won't. But then I watch just the you know. Even on Instagram, last girl was on date with like, like out of nowhere in the cab, or like I'm talking to her, she's like, yeah, you know, then grabs her phone and looks through Instagram. Oh, I know. And I'm like, oh, what are you doing? I'm in. Can you do that at fucking home? Yeah. Or in the, like, why are you doing that when I'm with you? Then you feel like you got to pull your phone out and you got. Uh, By the way, we know. we have to be done in five minutes just because we had to set up for the show. Oh. Okay, we'll be done. In, we'll be done in five. Okay. Yeah. Five minutes. Yeah, ra- ra- wrap it. Wrap it in five. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, that's okay. good. That gives a solid hour. Good. One quick question from everybody. Then. Oh Jesus! Round table. I want. I want to hear like a really crazy. Uh, do you have any crazy stories? Doesn't another any crazy stories? Lance, did you a great storyteller. I want to hear him. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you talk? You've been talking the whole time. No, no, not that. I'm saying. No, no, I do. I, just, we, we, I want we, more. I mean, what, what kind of crazy story? I don't know. You want to hear how I cheated to get. Out of high school, yeah, that sounds good. Yeah, how I I didn't even cheat to get out of high school. I actually cheated to change my grade to get into UCLA. Oh, I remember this. You know the story? You mean like 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 an eighties movie where they're like, "Hey, I got to change the grade in the computer." Oh yeah, you want to hear it? Yeah, of course. Okay, I'll I'll tell that story. And then we'll find a positive in it, and then we'll end it. No, no, no. But it's all about like you know, like you know, finding your light and got to chase your route. Okay, Uh, so I failed physics my senior year of high school, like the first. Quarter, whatever semester, and then you know, I I call UCLA and find out, or I get a letter from UCLA. I find out I got in. Then I call the admin there and ask them, "Hey, like I failed this physics class. <laughs> like, is that going to affect my yeah. acceptance?" They're like, "Yeah, you better change that." You know? <laughs> so they signed me up for this like you know online physics course, and um, they send me this whole box of like experiments that I'm supposed to do. Like they tell you to go to a frog and yeah, you got to like cut a frog like, open you know, on your kitchen like table. Pendulums and things like that that what I'm supposed hell? to mess around with. I honestly never opened the box or I opened it but never pulled anything out of yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, like you know, for the second semester they signed me up for a much easier physics class, but I had to like some for some reason do like a lab one the first one to make up for it the the other one was super easy this was like 2003 when you could like just be taking an online test and hit back and like change the answer and like (laughs) look it up as you go you know so that was super easy so like I quickly in like a week I finished that one and like I got like an A minus in the class the other one I don't do at all and every week that passes, I have this vision of like, next week I'll start doing it. Next week I'll start doing yeah. it. Next week. Yeah. Next week I'm graduating, but I'm going to do it because I have yeah. a week after that oh my <laughs> to God. actually send in the transcript. I hit graduation. Still haven't done it. Um, so I have this letter from the first school that shows what I finished. So I like look at that letter, see what it looks like. Then I go and talk to the people in the office. School's happened. I've graduated. And they've even given me like an honors diploma, assuming that I'm going to fix this grade. <laughs> oh, my God. Like everybody like believes this is happening. Yeah. So I go uh, into the office and I say to them like, hey, did you get the letter from the school? Knowing well that they did not get yeah. the letter. Yeah. Uh, and they're like, no, 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 we haven't got it. I was like, well, I have mine and we need to get this transcript sent in. Can I just bring you my letter? So like, yeah, of course. That you forged. So I go home. No, Now I know I can get away with it. Oh, nice. <laughs> and I start making the letter. And what was it? It's not Photoshop. What was like the... the, the Whiteout? The, no, what was the Microsoft <laughs> um, word? Paint or... Um, no. Paint, not whatever it was. So I use that to make the header. That's awesome. Yeah. And then I, I type in, I make it look very similar to the so other one. Funny. And then I type it, because it was a regular like piece of yeah. paper. There was like yeah. nothing crazy. I make sure to give myself like a modest like B or B minus or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like me. Yeah, like an A, you know. an a plus yeah, student. Exactly. And then I fold it up three times, you know, like, like so it looked like it was in an, in an envelope. <laughs> 
and I bring it in and I'm like, hey, here's the letter. And they're like, oh, okay, great. We'll just put this in your file. They three hole punch it, put it in the file, change the grade, print it out, send it off to UCLA. And I'm like on my way to school. Wow. Great. Yeah. So that was like overcoming something. That's so, that is such like that's an that is such an eighties thing where it's like you got to make a forge a letter. No, no yeah. you can't. It's all. No, you can't. What are you? What are you? Dude, that's on awesome. drugs. All right, Lance, quick. No, we we really have to go. Oh. We have, we don't have it. We have to go set up. Uh, um, sorry. Sorry, Lance. Um, Lance's OCD is kicking in, and you got to. We're like, already have way it. behind. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> <let's>, uh, <laughs> where can people if people want to uh, maybe take one of your classes or yeah, have like, a private you have Twitter? Session. Yeah, is there a website? What do you like? Tell us stuff. Yeah, just like if you look up Kyle Fincham on uh, F-I-N-C. on C C H A M on Instagram. That's mm. usually like where I put all my stuff at. And uh, it has like my contact and info. No, no there. Twitter or anything? No Twitter. Okay. And no website for like any kind of stuff? No. Okay. So just Instagram. Yeah. I've decided that like if you commit to one thing, that's like the way Instagram's to go. Instagram's yeah. big too, dude. Everyone's on that. Yeah. And what also like it's a good like display of like the stuff that I do. That makes sense. And and then what, what was the gym that you work at? So then people could maybe they want, if they live in New York, they want to go to that gym to CrossFit, vir- CrossFit Virtuosity. CrossFit and, okay, good. CrossFit Virtuosity. Yeah. And that's in well, Brooklyn. Williamsburg. Well, I guess it's on the border between Williamsburg and Greenpoint. Greenpoint. Okay. We can do that. Um, oh, yeah, cool. Yeah, great, man. All right, perfect. That was awesome. Well, yeah, was that's great. been Thanks, our... Man. Great ex- having you on. Good seeing you. Extended uh, Gandhi podcast. Tell me something good. You can follow the show uh, at GandhiShow.com and always may come every Wednesday. Lucky Jack's GandhiShow.com in the LA as well and follow all of us on Instagram. And that's it. Kyle, thank you so much. Thanks. My Woo. pleasure. Thank you. Bye-bye. Always, always thank doing you. a handstand. And be, be well. Yeah. Go to GandhiShow.com for show dates and more. And follow us on Twitter at GandhiShow. Lance Weiss, Brendan underscore Fitz, and TJ Del Reno.